Movie Bar Podcast. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome back to the Movie Bar Podcast, the average movie podcast for average movie fans by average movie fans. I am your host, John, and I am here with my co-host, Justin. Hello. And Kyle. Hello. Bar is now open. Welcome to episode 23. Today is Monday, September 19th, 2022, and this episode will drop on Tuesday, September 20th, 2022. How are you guys doing today? Pretty good, pretty good. Yeah, I'm doing all right. Yeah, I know, Kyle, your house is in a state of flux right now with your kitchen being outside, but... Yeah, I just washed a bowl in my bathroom sink because I don't have a s- kitchen at all. Well, yeah, Dad has yeah. decided to renovate the kitchen. Though. I'm glad. I'm glad. I was like, oh, it'll probably you know be a week, but I'm glad he was like, oh, well, if it takes me till Thanksgiving, it takes me till Thanksgiving. I was like, oh, amazing. <laughs> you, you'd think you'd want to do that in the summer when you know yeah. you could well, grill. Well, let's not bring up his summer project. All right, yeah. we got some <laughs> housekeeping. Justin, you want to start us off? Kyle. Tell me you've seen the Blues Brothers, because I swear to God. I haven't. Oh, my God. Yeah. How can you, how, isn't that, like, on the application to work, or even go to college to be anything in the movies? (laughs) Isn't it, like, have you seen the Blues Brothers car chases? Have you seen the Blues Brothers? I mean, I've seen the car, like, I've seen a bunch of scenes from it. No, you have to see the movie front to back. That's that's definitely one of the ones that I'm most shameful about, for sure. You should be. You should get Cersei'd for that. The walk of shame. Shame! And John should be right behind you, holding your hand. Hey, I did my yeah, best. Yeah, that's it. Some of that's on you, too, there, bud. I yeah, did my I best. Him. Yeah, you blame me. We took you to horror movies. You lived with us, too, Justin, so you're just as guilty. I'm not blood. You're still a brother, though, okay? Not so. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Um, so Regal Cinemas, I don't know if this is a nationwide thing, but I know here in Massachusetts at the Bellingham Regal Cinema next Monday, $5 mystery movie. All they say is it's rated R. That's it. All we know. Be interested to see what the movie is. We'll report back to that. Um, we want to give a, a thank you to the Movie Crip Podcast for their shout out from episode 485, Peter Jackal, Chacol, Peter Chacol, uh, I had asked a Hollywood therapy question a few weeks back, and they gave us a kind of like an advertisement. So we're going to insert that. Maybe say that. If you want to hear a movie podcast for average fans, by average fans, then the movie bar is for you. Join Kyle, John, Justin, and more as they cover such movies as Day Shift, the Friday the 13th remake, Prey, and more. If you were looking for a podcast where guys discuss both Training Day and Here Comes the Boom, look no further than the Movie Bar Podcast. They even did an episode on us. Wait, what? Well, that's what it says. Was it positive? I don't know. I never listened to it. But you can because the Movie Bar is available on Google, Apple, Spotify, and most other podcast platforms. That's the Movie Bar Podcast. Listen and subscribe today. Okay, so thank you to Adam Green and Joe Lynch for that nice ad. Even though I kind of felt they insulted us a little bit with the, when they were they talking don't about time. they don't have time to listen to us. They're too busy. Yeah. I wouldn't. Uh, I, I I wouldn't expect them to actually listen to it. Yeah, I definitely <laughs> do not blame them. But if you're part of the cult of Arwen or a Crypt Keeper, thank you for joining us. Hopefully you enjoy the show. So now let's jump into the 101 scariest horror movie moments. Shutter episodes. We'll run through the list of this week's episode. Justin, did you watch this week's episode? <laughs> nope. <laughs> Kyle, you watched this episode. I watched this episode. So this week we kick off with number 88, 
Jordan Peele's Us. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it either. I have. Um, yeah, I mean, it's all. Of, I like all of his movies, but I think it's my least favorite out of his three. But still good. Um, but I mean, the moment they chose makes sense because they were more just talking about, you know, <laughs> home invasion, which is hopefully scary to most people. Once again, that's another Jordan Peele movie. I knew very little about, and what I thought I knew about wasn't what it was about. But, it's never what it's about. Um, number 87 was The Witch from 2015. Another one I have not seen, Kyle. That's one of my favorite movies, probably. Definitely up there. Justin, have you seen it? No. Nope. All right. Number 86 was Zombie <laughs> from 1979. Never seen it. I haven't seen it, but... The scene they showed made me really want to watch it. Yeah, with it, the the wood going through the girl's eye. I don't know. It was awesome. Yes. I, uh, yeah. I think actually, interesting enough, um, this weekend I didn't go, but the composer and like maybe the director, he got like an award at the theater, the Coolidge Corner Theater by us, and they had a big like ceremony for him, and he did like a oh, performance. Really? So I think the music in it's really good too. But I think that's definitely one to check out. That's cool. Kind of timely. Mm-hmm. Uh, number 85, The Changeling. Changeling? Yeah. From 1980. Nope. Nope. It looked kind of boring. Yeah. Yeah. Number 84, The Phantom of the Opera from 1925. I haven't seen it. Nope. Yeah, I think this week is one that one we haven't seen a lot of. Um, number eighty three, The Brood from nineteen seventy nine. Never heard of it. Never seen it. I I ain't seen it, but uh, I really, really want to watch it now. I mean, David Cronenberg, you know, it's gonna get crazy. So that movie looked insane too. Um, number eighty two, A Tale of Two Sisters from two thousand and three. I haven't seen I it. Never heard of that one. It looked yeah, pretty good. Um, number 81 was Demons. Forgot to put what year that was from. I think it's 80s. Yeah, I'd, I'd never heard of it. Yeah, that was another one where it looked absolutely crazy. Um, and I definitely really want to watch it now. But that was from 1985. Yeah. Um, number 80 was Dark to Sleep, the, what, sequel to The Shining? Mm-hmm. I haven't seen that yet, but I do want to watch it. Yeah, that's I a good one. I haven't seen Anything any Stephen King is a win by me. <laughs> the next one, I'm pretty sure we've all seen, except for probably Kyle. <laughs> Number 79, Candyman from 1992. You think I haven't seen Candyman? Well, you, you haven't seen the Blues Brothers. <laughs> all the Karate Candy Candyman's stuff. great. Okay. Ugh. Good Lord. Tony Todd, the real bees in his mouth. I don't know how the hell he didn't get stung. Let's see. Number 78 was Invasion of the Body Snatchers from 1978. I saw this years ago. I haven't seen this one. Justin? I've seen it. Not. I don't think I've ever sat all the way through it, but I've seen enough bits and pieces to put it together. Okay. Um, Number 77, we all know Kyle's favorite movie. From 1981, Evil Dead. Uh, the moment they chose, though, I was, I was the with the 
card. I don't know why they chose that moment out of all of them. Like, I was glad it was on the list, but that one was like, oh, I don't know. There's a lot of stuff that goes on in that movie. See, I thought this was 101 scary movies. I didn't know it was 101 scary moments. Yeah. Well, I, I feel well, like they cheat a little bit. That movies could come up twice. Yeah. Oh, true. But they they seem to be cheating a bit because they, like, each person will, like, sometimes they bring up multiple moments, <clears throat> you know? Yeah. Like, some movies it's just one, but sometimes they just keep bringing up moments, and then it seems like it's kind of a mix of both. Well, I guess we won't know for another six weeks what the whole plan is behind this. And then, finally, number 76, I know we've probably all seen it, Day of the Dead, 2004. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great. Good movie. Yep. Mall scene, awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that that opening sequence that they showed was fucking insane. Yeah, yeah awesome. Like, mm-hmm. the little girl coming in the bedroom of the neighbor's house. Mm-hmm. And it was random, like, I mean, it was, um, you know, casual for them, for her to just walk in. Yeah. And I think definitely how, like, fast the zombies are. Like, I feel like oh, fast yeah. zombies are always scarier. And as she's and then, driving away, all the zombies, like, attacking the humans. Yeah. And that's so. an, that's an, another one, because, like, that and the original are both so great. So it's good to, it's good when the remake's good, too, and they both kind of stand on their own, unlike... What we're going to talk about. All right, don't give it all away. All right, so that's our housekeeping for the week. Next is upcoming movies. So upcoming movies that were released on Friday, September 16, 2022, was See How They Run. A desperate Hollywood film producer sets out to turn a popular play into a film. When the members of the production are murdered... World-weary Inspector Stoppard and rookie Constable Stalker find themselves in the midst of a puzzling whodunit. Um, another big one is Pearl. It's in uh, The synopsis is, Trapped on her family's isolated farm, Pearl must tend to her ailing father under the bitter and overbearing watch of her devout mother. Lusting for a glamorous life like she's seen in the movies, Pearl finds her ambitions temptations and repressions all colliding in this origin story of X's iconic villain. So yeah, it's a prequel to X, which came out earlier this year. And uh, it was kind of a surprise prequel because it was the after credit scene was a trailer for this and nobody really knew they filmed it. But uh, yeah, I, I already saw it. It's, uh, it's definitely great. All right. Then we have the woman King, a historical epic inspired by the true events that happened in the kingdom of Dahomey one of the most powerful states of Africa in the 18th and 19th centuries. I've seen previews. Uh, we have Confess Fletch. In this delightful comedy romp, John Hamm stars as the roguishly charming and endlessly troublesome Fletch, who becomes the prime suspect in a murder case while searching for a stolen art collection. I mean, why? Yeah, that was, uh, that was filmed around here, too. It was, uh... The, the lady that the la- lady that casted you guys and uh, um, here comes the boom. The same one that did that. Jody Purdy. Yes. And lastly, that the movie that comes out on in September 19, 2022, Jeepers Creepers Reborn. <clears throat> the film unfolds as the Horror Hound Festival holds its. 
first ever event in Louisiana where it attracts hundreds of geek freaks and diehard horror fans from far and wide. Among them is fanboy Chase and his girlfriend Lane, who are forced to come along for the ride. But as the event approaches, Lane begins to experience unexplained premonitions and disturbing visions associated with the town's past, and in particular, a local legend, urban myth, the Creeper. As the festival arrives and the blood-soaked entertainment builds a frenzy, Lane believes there is something unearthly that has been summoned, and she is at the center of it. This was a uh, three-day Fathom, Fathom event, and it aired Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Um, I'll check it out when it comes out to streaming. I like the first two. So, what do you guys think? Yeah, your neck. Nah, the guy's a pedophile. Yeah. This one has nothing to do with him. I don't care. He created it. I thought the first one was terrible. I yeah, you it. just let it kind of go away. I kind of felt that that one was on par with Paranormal Activity. Oh, we know you love the Paranormal Activities. Yeah. Well, that's that, on par that with it. Said, I well, do remember when I was little, for some reason, these movies, like, terrified me. Like, I would refuse to watch them. But I'm uh, sure if so I watched it now, I would feel like Street. a fool. Yeah, yeah. As Justin so kindly took you to task last week. <laughs> Couldn't um, even defend myself. It's the best time to attack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd hate to see what you guys would talk about if I wasn't around. Oh, don't worry, it'll happen. <laughs> no, I'm sure it will. Um, so for upcoming Blu-rays, they will be released today, the day it drops, 9-20-22. Uh, Poltergeist is coming to 4K. Lost Boys is coming to 4K. Crawl is coming to 4K. Indiana Jones in the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull is coming to 4K. Damn it. Batman the Long Halloween Deluxe Edition, which is a cartoon, is coming to 4K. Animated. Don't call it a cartoon. (laughs) Excuse me. King Kong from 1933 is coming to Blu-ray. Cursed Film Season 2 is coming to Blu-ray, and The Reef Stocked also coming to Blu-ray and The Wrong Place. Do do a lot of uh, Shudder stuff, do they uh, come to Blu-ray? It's, it's hit or miss. I know um, just because I purchased it, uh, Shudder released George A. Romero's The Amusement Park yeah. on Blu-ray, but that came to Shudder like last July. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I think Cursed Films is a Shutter series. Yeah. So it's in popularity, I'm sure. Yeah. Like a lot of their movies do come to DVD, and some I wish would come. Like I know um, Satanic Panic came to Blu-ray, mm-hmm. which was a Shutter original. Um, yeah, it's hit or miss with them. Yeah, are but you um are you getting any of these ones? Do you think or maybe the reef stocked? I believe I have the first one, and even though I've never, I've probably watched it once or never watched it. You know, I need if I have the one, I gotta have the two. Like yeah, but recently it's all been what what my um I got a guy. What 
a guy that sells on eBay and he sells like the Blu-ray and the digital copy. Mm-hmm. It takes the DVD out, so it's only like sixteen bucks. And that's where I've been getting a lot of my movies from lately. But yeah, you know, shout out to him, but can't remember his name at the moment. But I've been dealing with him for years. I think it's Edmond Easters or mm-hmm. something along that line. Um, yeah. Well, let me know if you get the Crawl 4K. No, I have it on Blu-ray. So I'm kind okay. of, why, why? Do, you, do you need to see Crawl? It's on, Don't it's on you have Blu-ray. that on the digital? No, I've already it seen it. It is on digital. I just, I just watched it last week. It's on the digital. It's on the Voodoo. Yeah. Okay, I should have checked. All right. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good movie. I just, I think that was one of the ones I watched last week, isn't it, Justin? Probably. I can't remember. Neither can I. Barely but, remember the movies I watched today. Speaking <laughs> of movies we watched. <laughs> so this week I saw Clerks 3, which once we go through our list, we'll kind of have a discussion. I know, Justin, you didn't see it. You. But me and Kyle did see it. Uh, Barbarian, which Kyle loves and I hate. I didn't enjoy it. <clears throat> and then All Hallows Eve, one and two. All Hallows Eve is um, the debut of Art the Clown from Terrifier. And I watched one of our topics today, Child's Play from 2019. Uh, Grant Torino. Love that movie. And I watched The Black Phone last night. Very interesting, good movie. So, Justin, what you watch? Uh, well, I did watch both child plays. Watch the original, then watch the remake shortly following after that. Um, and then I moved on to, uh, uh, what was it, uh, Home Team or something like that with uh, Kevin James on Netflix. About Sean Payton there. It was funny, likable. Uh, if I was Sean Payton, I don't know if I would want to, you know, have Kevin James be playing me in a movie. But, <laughs> you know. Um, then I watched The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. That was a terrific movie. Great, Great movie. Start to finish. Um, I started watching The Black Phone, but I didn't finish it. Didn't have time. You've seen the Black Phone, right, Kyle? Yeah, I saw in theaters. Yeah. yeah, that's a good one. Very interesting twist. I, I was surprised. Mm-hmm. All right, Kyle, what have you watched? Um, so I wasn't here last week, but I did watch the first Houses October Built, which I was not a fan of. I started the second one, but you know, I didn't finish it. But uh. Yeah, you guys talked about it last week, so I don't have to go on. But I also watched Barbarian, which is probably my favorite movie of the year so far. Um, I can't believe you didn't like it. It's so good. <laughs> See, that's um, the age difference. So, Justin, I, you you got to watch it and be the deciding factor. I, I bet Justin will like it. I don't know. I've been getting lady. farther and farther away from horror movies recently, so... And we're bringing you tough. right back in. We're bringing you right back in. Tough getting through child's play. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So I watched the first three or the, all the Clerks movies to kind of prepare for the third one. Um, then I rewatched X to prepare for Pearl, and I saw Pearl. 
And I also saw Moon Age Daydream, which is the uh, David Bowie documentary film thing. And then um, then I watched the first Child's Play again. But I, I didn't rewatch the remake because I had seen it before and I really didn't want to. Wait a half-ass it, Kyle. All right, so Clark's story. Hey, I was the end of Prey. <laughs> yeah, at least I've seen it. <laughs> One of these fucking days. I'm going to watch. you do the whole episode once you finish it. I'm going to add an attachment to that episode where I give my honest opinion. I'm going to sit down and I'm going to watch it, and that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to re-edit the episode and give my honest opinion of that movie. No, it's and just, gonna, you got to. I'm going to edit it myself and just be like, fucking finally. <laughs> <laughs> what, whatever number that is, it's got to be like 18.5. Yeah. We'll get together. We'll record a quick little episode so I can give my opinion. And well, that's what we'll call it. A bonus episode. Yeah. So let's talk clerk three, three for a moment. Uh, during the movie, I kind of came to a realization. We are the clerks. <laughs> and ironically, I did shave part of my beard yesterday and I looked and I had a goatee and I went, fuck. <laughs> so of course I would be Dante, Justin would be Randall, and Kyle would be Elias. So, but no, that no, was a good movie. Um, kind of comes full circle. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's yeah, definitely about, a good ending. You know, it's about clerks making clerks the movie. Basically, everything Kevin Smith went through while filming it was kind of put into the movie. So and if, you know, yeah, it, it, all the characters returned. The uh, the girl from the first, his girlfriend from the first one. His, his fiance from the second one, mm-hmm. Elias returns and goes through a change of sorts. Jay and Silent Bob are there. A lot of people from the View Askew universe. Yeah, ton of cameos and stuff. Showed up, so, you know, it was pretty cool to see. Yeah. Um, so I'm looking forward to that coming out on Blu-ray to watch it again. Hopefully it does. But his movies are pretty much coming to Blu-ray, so. Yeah, I feel like he's he's still, you know, a bigger filmmaker, so. And I'm excited, too, because, you know, he's kind of back to making USQ stuff, so hopefully we get that Tusk sequel and the Mallrats sequel and all that, and he keeps going. I believe he said the Mallrats will be his last movie. I think I had heard that somewhere. But, um, so, yeah, that's it for what we've watched this week. Now we're going to go over some... News stories. All right, so the first piece of news is that in the season one finale of the Chucky TV show, Tiffany the Doll returned, played by Jennifer Tilly, and uh, a series of new images have come out from the Chucky season two set, courtesy of SFX magazine, and that showed that the original Tuffy Tiffany doll is again returning, and uh, of course we'll find out why when Chucky is back on Sci-Fi in USA with season two. Uh, of course, Don Mancini's back making it, and it comes out October 5th. Have you guys seen the first seri- the first season? Nope. I have not. It's on, it's on the voodoo. It's very good. Yeah. I think, I'm, <laughs> I think after this episode, I'm going to watch through all the Child's plays and then hopefully get to that in the second season. 
you know, watch that all tonight. You get a lot of child's play to catch up on, man. That's tonight. That's till tomorrow, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, Winona Ryder has been having a big-time career resurgence in recent years, thanks to Stranger Things, and it looks like that will continue with Disney's new Haunted Mansion movie. Popular attraction is coming back to theaters on March 10, 2023, and it was revealed that this past weekend's D23 Expo that Ryder will be making an appearance. Other cameos include Dan Levy, Hassan Minaj, and more. We've been promised. I believe Jamie Lee Curtis as well. Yes, yes, she she was announced for that. Um, the writer of Feast, the collector, saw four through Saw 3D, and Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Marcus Dunson is set to direct horror movie All My Friends Are Dead. Deadline reports. Film Mode Entertainment and Roundtable Entertainment will launch sales of the on the project at the Toronto Film Festival. Deadline notes in their report. The film follows a group of close college friends who get away, who get a steal on a killer Airbnb for the biggest music festival of the year. A weekend of partying quickly takes a turn for the worse as the group is murdered one by one, and they soon discover that each one of their deaths directly corresponds with the seven deadly sins. Jade Pettyjohn from Destroyer is in talks to star in All My Friends Are Dead. Josh Sims and Jessica Sarah Flom wrote the script. John Baldecki from Happy Death Day and Happy Death Day to You is producing. And Jason Resnick from Kidnap and Kevin Gutert from the Saw franchises are executive producing. Shut up, Justin. <laughs> Um, so, of course, continuing the trend with Pearl, um, A24 announced that Maxine, with three X's, is, uh, gonna be filmed and coming out, and that's a sequel to X now, not a prequel. And, uh, it's gonna be set in 1985, it's gonna kinda continue Mia Goth's character's story as she tries to become, you know, a big, big star. Um, and yeah, it hasn't filmed yet, but Mia Goth will return, and Ty West will, again, write, direct, edit, and do... All that good stuff. Um, bro and talk about, what's that? Talk, talk about a hit, I tell you. Yeah. You know, nobody knew what to expect with X, and here we are, not even a year later, getting a sequel and a third one announced. Yep. Unprecedented. I was reading, I was reading too, that they were like super cheap to film, because like they filmed it back to back, reuse sets and all that from X to Pearl. So, you know, he's making a ton of money for them, so they're going to keep riding with them and hopefully. After he finishes this, he continues doing A24 horror stuff. Um, he's great. All right. It was just two weeks ago that Tusk star Justin Long spilled the beans on a potential sequel coming soon from Kevin Smith. And now Smith himself has confirmed Tusk 2 is on the way. Uh, during a new episode of the Fat Man Beyond podcast, be a geek tyrant, Kevin Smith confirmed that he's actively developing a sequel to Tusk and with Justin Long expected to return. Ever since the heart attack, I've been living on borrowed time, says Smith. 2024 will mark the 10-year anniversary of Tusk. We could just leave it there and move on, but, you know, I've got more story left to tell I'd like to tell. There's a reason we left him at the zoo at the end. I always knew as we were making the movie, I was just like, I'll totally do this again. I thought we'd have the late, great Michael Parks with us longer, but sadly he's not. But I know we got Justin. I've never yeah. seen Tusk. I haven't. You you guys haven't seen it? Oh. Nope. Uh, I feel like 
I'm, I, I remember liking it. I watched it like the day it came out. I was, I was just so excited just because it sounded so crazy. But I just I knew nothing about it, and the yeah. pictures didn't really entice me. So that was a movie that was recommended to me by the same guy that recommended Human Centipede. Human Centipede. So yeah, they took that with a grain of salt. Well, so he was right. You should have just watched it then, because he was right about Human Centipede. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely not as good as that, so. Have you guys seen the third one of Human Centipede? Of course I have. We watched it together. We did? Same as all the Human Centipedes, yeah. Remember that time we watched Donkey Punch? Anyways. (laughs) Uh, Premium Network Epics today announced... A horror docu-series, Blumhouse's Compendium Compendium of Horror, for premiere on Sunday, October 2nd at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Produced in partnership with Blumhouse Television, this five-part series is the definitive retrospective on the horror genre from the company regarded as the driving force of the horror renaissance. Renaissance. Compendium of Horror revisits the shocks and scares from our favorite iconic cinematic horror moments from the 1930s until today. Featuring insights from some of the best and most influential filmmakers, producers, actors working in the genre, as well as experts and historians, the series, narrated by Robert Englund from A Nightmare on Elm Street, reflects on how the quintessential horror films have revealed revel revealed and reflected the real-life scares of the world to the audience, uniting us in shared understanding, Carthasaurus, and entertainment. <laughs> Catharsis. You, Catharsis. You edit this. You can cut out all these words. Hey, I like to drop this raw, okay? He doesn't proofread. <laughs> I know. I, you'd think I would learn by now. I just thought start highlighting and I get into a groove. I'm surprised you didn't, like, you're not reading it before while somebody else is talking so you can, you know. <laughs> I do, and then I go, damn it, why did I give myself this one? The problem is you still don't know what the word is, even when you practice it the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, go ahead. That was, that was robotic. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Go ahead. Another Hulu original horror movie called Grim Cuddy, which will be streaming on October 10th, um, is coming out for their Halloween. Um, the synopsis is a suburban teen girl and her little brother must stop a terrifying Internet meme brought to life by hysteria of their parents. Uh, John Roche is directing it and he also did The Birch. Um, and it's based on this, the Momo meme, I believe, which I remember no. from when I was in middle school. But, uh, yeah, I watched the trailer. It looks pretty stupid, but we'll see. The Momo is that white faced girl with the black hair, right? Yep. All internet Slender. memes are stupid. Slenderman was cool. Until that 10 year old girl killed her friend, and then it wasn't so cool. But. <laughs> you know. That made it. That could have made it cooler, but they had to go and be <laughs> stupid. Gave it legitimacy. I do not condone violence. Go ahead. <laughs> ah, Netflix is celebrating Halloween this year with The Curse of Bridge Hollow. It looks to be this year's Hubie Halloween. 
and delivers spooky fun for the whole family on the road for the big day. Directed by Jeff Wadlow, truth or dare, the curse, the curse of Bridge Hollow arrives on October 14th. Watch the original. Watch the official Curse of Bridge Hollow trailer. Uh, yeah, you cut that out. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you can cut out the rest of that crap. There you go. <laughs> Which brings Halloween decorations oh. to life. Jesus. There we go. <laughs> brings Halloween decorations to life. Uh, wait a minute. What? What? In the film, a father. Marlon Wayans from Scary Movie and his TV. You didn't... <laughs> And his teenage daughter, Priya Ferguson, Stranger Things, are forced to team up and save their town after an ancient mischievous spirit causes Halloween decorations to come to life and wreak havoc. Wow. Way to just leave, I don't know what, in the middle of that. <laughs> but, yeah. People star on that, too. Just so you know. Kelly Rowland, Rob Ruggle, John Michael Higgins, William Vardalos, Lauren Lupkis, Holly J. Barrett, Miles Vincent, Perez, and something to keep an eye out. Kyle, I gave this one to you because I had a feeling you liked this movie. I I actually, I don't, I might have, I've, okay. I might have seen it when I was little. I don't remember. Like, I feel like it was always on, like, FX or something, but, um, so news that was totally out of left field is that they're going to make a sequel to the 2005 Constantine movie. Um, Keanu Reeves is back, of course. Francis Lawrence is uh, going to be directing. And then Akiva Goldsman will write the screenplay. And then it's going to be produced through Bad Robot, which is J.J. Abrams. Um, Constantine is a supernatural exorcist and demonologist. And, I mean... Constantine's a cool character in the comics and stuff. I, I'm interested to watch a movie. I mean, I love Keanu. I'm sure it's super cheesy if it came out in 2005, but. No, the first one was really good. I mean, it's, it's good. It's, it's not as good as, you know, the, the other typical comic book movies, but. Yeah. The guy who plays the devil, and I can't think of his name, but he always plays, you know, like the Russian badass. Yeah. He is good. Yeah, I heard he's crazy in it. Wait, let me, I gotta find his name. But, uh. I can't remember his name, but yeah. The crazy Russian um, guy in most every movie. Yeah. Yeah, but no, um, I mean, it should be hopefully good. Uh, I mean, I imagine if Keanu's coming back, they have, like, an actual kind of plan yeah. for it. I don't know. Peter I was Stormar. super surprised. But yes, he's great. The Shia LaBeouf's in it was in the original one, too. Yeah, Very Rachel well. Weisz. I totally forgot about this movie till I saw this the other day, and I was like, you know, it's I, it's also the, interesting because you know HBO was canceling all the other DC stuff, and they're kind of in flux right now. But then they they bring this back, which is just so unexpected. So, and yeah. plus with uh, Sandman on Netflix, I think there's a Constantine character in that. So, and plus the success of John Wick. You know, Keanu's kind of having a career resurgence himself. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, they were using the Constantine character on the CW shows too, so oh, that might they? have yeah. also yeah. And that the guy they had playing for those shows and all that stuff, he was really good mm-hmm. as Constantine too. So it was, and I I, I do think DC was like setting up a Justice League Dark type thing, but 
I think yeah. some of those were canceled. Like they were gonna do a uh, was it Satana? Um, yeah, that movie Marvel was planned. Movie. I think Dua Lipa was like rumored to player, but that's probably not gonna happen. All that stuff's been squashed. Yeah. Plus with the HBO thing and yeah, who knows? And with the Rock in charge, they're not gonna do anything good <laughs> with it. All right, so Sam Raimi has joined forces with the Quiet Place writers Scott Beck and Brian Woods for 65, an original sci-fi thriller starring Adam Driver, Ariana Greenblatt, and Chloe Coleman. The movie has been bumped around a few times in the last couple of years, and we've learned tonight that it's now currently dated from March 10th, 2023, from Columbia Pictures. In 65, an astronaut who crash lands on a mysterious planet discovers that he is not alone. The sci-fi thriller written by Beck and Woods will also be directed by the duo. Raimi will produce alongside Zainab Azizi and Debbie Liebling. Liebling. See, it's not easy, is it? A lot easier than you make it seem. <laughs> well, that's it for the news. <laughs> now moving on to our main topics of the week. Chucky versus Buddy. First off, we're going to start off with 1988's Child's Play. Wait, can I, can I interrupt? I do think it wouldn't be Chucky versus Buddy. It would be Good Guy versus Buddy. I just have to correct Correct, you. yeah. It's Chucky yeah. versus Chucky. Yeah. No, the doll. Oh, yeah, the doll. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I stand corrected. Chuck, uh, child. It happens a lot. <laughs> good Guy versus Buddy. But we're going to start off with the good guys. Child's play from 1988 when Charles Lee Ray needs to make a quick escape from cop Mike Norris. He takes a, takes his soul and buries it into a playful, seemingly good guy doll. It says Chucky, but his name was Charles. Little does he know the, little does he know a little boy by the name of Andy Barkley will be the new owner of the, of his, of him soon to come. Be the new owner of him soon to come. I really need to start double checking. <laughs> little does he know, a little boy by the name of Andy Barkley will be the new owner of him soon to come. Charles confides in Andy while he commits numerous murders, and once the adults accept Andy's story as the truth, it is too late. It was initially released on November 9, 1988, and was directed by Tom Holland. And starring Captain not Hicks. Spider-Man. Yeah, not that Tom Holland. The old Tom Holland. <laughs> starring Catherine Hicks as Karen Barkley. Chris Sarandon as Directive Detective Mike Norris. Alex Vincent. <laughs> Alex Vincent as Andy Barkley. Dana Manoff yeah. as Maggie Penis. Dinah. Dinah. Tommy Swardlow as Jack Santos. Jack Colvin as Dr. Ardmore. Raymond Oliver as John Dr. Death Bishop. And Neil Gutoli as Eddie Caputo. Brad Dorff as Charles Lee Ray and Chucky. Aiden Gross as Friendly Chucky, the voice. John Franklin as Walkabout Chucky. And Ed Gale as Chucky, in-suit performer. All right, guys. So we've all watched Child's Play recently. A true horror icon, in my opinion. What do you guys think? Um, I haven't seen it in a while, and like 
I haven't seen all of the Child's Play movies. Like, I think I've seen the first two, but I haven't seen the rest. But it's, I mean, this is, like, one of the best. Like, it's just so fun and, like, still scary. I know the the moment that was on, like, the first ten of 101 Scariest Moments where she finds the batteries and then the doll goes under the bed. I mean, the mattress, or, sorry, the, the couch. couch. Yeah, I got it. Uh, but, yeah, that was, that was uh, definitely... A scary moment and yeah it's just so great and brad dorf like it doesn't get better than that yeah i mean it was it's it's a classic i remember watching it as a kid um the battery scene yes that is i mean that's you know as a parent now <laughs> that would scare the crap out of me <laughs> um but you know, once we start talking about these head-to-head, I can get more into it. Yeah. You know, Kyle, I don't I don't know if you remember this, but when your mom passed away, she had this sunflower that danced. And when we were leaving to go to the funeral, the thing started playing, like going off, like dancing and singing or whatever it did. And if I remember correctly, there were no batteries in it. Oh, spooky. Spooky. Like she was telling us everything was going to be okay, you know? Everything. Yeah. So what was your guys' favorite scene in the movie? I I mean, I love when, you know, Chucky first becomes the iconic Chucky. And he's like, yo, bitch, when he, like, turns quickly. When uh the mom's, like, telling him, or when the mom's about to burn him. Yeah. Like, right after the battery scene. Like, amazing. And I mean, Alex Vincent as a child being witness to all this and, mm-hmm. you know, having to act with a doll, like, mm-hmm. bravo. Like, yeah. You know, apparently, I was just watching the kill count and apparently he, like, really didn't want to swear when he was, like, repeating what Chucky said. Yeah. So he kept, whenever they were filming it, he kept trying to say something else, but they were like, no, you have, you have to swear. So, I don't know. He was great, though. And, Justin, you gotta agree when it when a child tells you something something crazy like that, you really think like there's no way it's true. You're making this up in your mind. <laughs> You're always hoping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at least. But at the same time you're kinda like, Well, you had to get it from somewhere. <laughs> um, so I mean there's there's a lot of it that watching it it's like that doesn't track. Like that's that's not the step you take at that point in time. I'm sorry, but there was there's a lot of that. And I mean looking back on it, there's there's a lot of it that just it it doesn't hold up. Um but I mean, again, Bruce nostalgia, it's great. And I mean basically every movie two, three, curse, bride, seed Colt, um, the TV show, is all based off of this version of Chucky. Yeah. So here we are in 2022, almost, you know, 40 years, give or take, here and there, um, getting ready to see Chucky's new adventures coming October 5th. And it's all like one story, too, which is unheard of. You know, the TV show kind of wraps everything all around, bringing uh, Kyle back, 
uh, Andy, Tiffany, uh, Glenn and Glenda this season, and still remaining with Brad Dorff as Chucky. And I'm one of those people that believes if you're going to make a Nightmare on Elm Street, you can't have anybody but Robert England. If you're going to make a Chucky movie, you can't have anybody but Brad Dorff. So, what, what do you guys, how many mugs, Kyle? I mean, I'll just give it a five, you know. It's just a classic. You can't beat it. Justin? Mm, I'll give it like three and three quarters. And I give it a four. Um, classic movie. Uh, classic icon. But, sadly, in 2019, they decided to reboot it. Alright, so, Child's Play 2019. The toy buddy with artificial intelligence is the great sensation of the Caslin Industries. When a programmer is fired by a supervisor in a Vietnam factory, he cancels his security protocols on one toy, and then he commits suicide. The mother of the lonely 13-year-old, Andy Barclay, gives a buddy to him for his birthday, and the toy becomes his best friend. But soon Andy notes that something is wrong with his buddy, and together with his new friends, Fallon and Pug, they try to stop him. It's initially released June 21st, 2019, directed by Lars Klebborg. Uh, stars Aubrey Plaza as Karen Barclay, Gabrielle Bateman as Andy Barclay, Brian Tyree Henry as Detective Mike Norris, Mark Hamill as the voice of Chucky, Tim Matheson as Henry Caslin, Beatrice Kitsos as Phelan, Ty Consiglio as Pug, Marlon Cazzati as Omar, David Lewis as Shane, Carly Spurk as Doreen Norris, and Trent Redekup as Gabe. Here's the thing. When it comes to the two, the more believable and scarier story is by Far the 2019 child's play. This could happen. They they already do. They now own iRobot. Oh, the true. people who make the um the you know the people who make the, the vacuum there. But yep. I mean this guy gets fired. Screw the safety protocols. I'm going to throw this one last chip in. I mean, hello. <laughs> this was written in 2022 and released in 2019. <laughs> um, that being said, the doll is terrible. Yeah. It is ugly. It is terrible. And there is nothing scary about Mark Hamill. Uh, no, I will not give you that. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. You cannot. You cannot. Hold anything against Mark Hamill for this. Yeah. Mark Hamill is a great voice actor and he is a great, not good, great voice actor villain. Yes. He could not save that CGI body. Yeah. Yeah. You and give it, him the same as Dorif, and I'm going to tell you right now, he's going to run Dorif for his money. I mean, this guy was the Joker. See, I could I could see Mark Hamill playing the good guy, like the voice of the good guy doll, 
but having that like deep raspy voice that Brad Dorf has, don't fuck with the well, shot, you know. He can't do that because that's the Joker. And I, I think he also can't just because, have it sound like the Joker, you know. <laughs> in, in this one too, he still he had to make it still kind of robotic, where like you know Chucky in the originals turning into a human kind of. So yeah, like, and he it's is a little different. Because he yeah. has to sound nice because he can talk. Yeah. True. Sure, he's not it hiding way. it. He has to do it. It's part of his thing. Yeah. yeah. And I I do think this movie, like, if it wasn't a child's play movie and it kind of took away, like, those elements could have been cool. You know, like, even if it, like, still a doll with that type and, like, it was its own thing, I think it could have been better. But because it kind of shoehorns, like, that that Chucky doll is nothing like Chucky, and like the AI stuff is scary, yes, but like the original is like a voodoo serial killer that's in a doll. Like I don't know, it's more entertaining. And this one, if it wasn't a Child's Play movie, it could have been better. But I can tell you right now, if this, if you take away the Child's Play and the Chucky and all that, that's better than the other one. Yeah. Well. Really? I mean, he had the fucking drones with the razor blades on it. I mean, come on. That seems That's cool. Awesome. Yeah. And, and even bear. like the, the bears. The bear. Yeah. I like the bear. The scene too, when he's just staring at the kid and playing the sound of the cat dying, <laughs> like stuff I mean, like that, that is good. That's part of the thing that makes it even more terrifying is the fact that it could just spread to the other ones. Mm-hmm. You know, what the fuck do you do? And look at not only did he control the other. Buddy dolls. You also control the friggin' TVs, your lights, TVs, your heat, your cooling, everything. The self-driving car with the lady. Mm-hmm. Like, have uh, have you guys seen Upgrade? No. Ooh. All right, that, that would be a good one to cover. That's a great movie. It's kind of similar with AI stuff, but it's like um, I don't, I almost don't want to spoil it, but I don't know. We should definitely choose that one. It goes well with this. I think it's it's a great, great movie. And, you know, as I was doing research for this, I had forgotten that Mark Hamill had played the voice of Chucky in this. I mean, when the, when they first said Child's Play, I was excited because I loved the original. I loved the whole series. Then I saw it and I was like, eh, I don't know about this one. A little hokey, a little cheesy at times, but, I mean... The scene when the uh, the boy the mother's boyfriend gets killed and he takes the head mm-hmm. like that's great. <laughs> you know the snowblower and the, yeah, the, and then he gives it to the old lady as a gift because they they had nothing but wrapping paper. So, uh, all right, what do you guys rate it? The same. 375. Um, I think it's pretty much on par with the other one. Yeah, I think it's like, I'll give it like a 2.75. 0.75, what the fuck? I didn't realize we could do 0.75 until today. That adds like a whole nother layer. I've, I've done a couple halves. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you can see all our readings, all our ratings at the uh, moviebarpod.com on the ratings tab, but uh, I'm giving it a two. 
If it wasn't a child's play movie and just like an AI movie, like Justin and Kyle said, mm-hmm. it'd definitely be a hell of a lot better than it was. Yeah. And, you know, I don't think they have any plans for a sequel to this. I honestly they clearly did the way it ended, but. <laughs> yeah. But. I feel like know, the success of the TV show, they just, they just won't. Because it really was a pissing battle between the two of them. Um, yeah. Because I don't think crew and I forget who the other crew was, but yeah, I know yeah. um like Jennifer Tilly and like Don Mancini, they like pretty much shit shit up. Well, I know Jennifer Tilly like on Twitter was like, oh no, like I'm not yeah. seeing that movie. Like they're very against it. But yeah, at least they can still make their kind of own stuff. And if they do all their child's play movies, whatever, they're still Chucky, the actual Chucky. And Don Mancini created Chucky, and he had absolutely nothing to do with this. He was left out of it, which then spawned him to do the TV series. Mm-hmm. So thank you, MGM, for giving us Buddy the Doll so we could. What did you think of the aspect of um, Andy Barkley being deaf? Do you think that played a factor? I think they just kind of added that for – I don't know. Yeah. Wokeness. Something else to control. Yeah, I mean. All right. So that is good guy versus buddy. Chucky versus Chucky in the Battle of Wits. Who can top who? I think Chucky wins. Let's go to our movie picks of the week. So I'll start us off. My pick of the week is Child's Play 3. It's been years since Chucky the Doll with the soul and the voice, Brad Dorf of psychopathic killer who apparently was destroyed in a fire at the doll factory. Now Chucky's manufacturer is remaking the same line of toys with the, with the old still-haunted materials. This resurrects Chucky, who goes after Andy, now played by Justin Whalen, his former owner, who now attends military school. Chucky slashes his way through the string of grotesque murders as Andy tries to stop the homicidal doll in the spirit within. This was released on August 30th, 1991, was directed by John Bender, starred Justin Whalen, Brad Dorf, Travis Bind, and Donna Eskra. Have you guys seen this one? Yeah, a long time ago. I love the scene in the movie when Chucky's on the radio. Red team, red team, come in, red team. Because they're having a war games. So, one of my favorites of the series. So, that's my pick of the week. Justin? All right, I'm going with Snatch. One, because it's fun to say. And two, because it's a good movie. Uh, Unscrupulous boxing promoters, violent bookmakers, a Russian gangster, incompetent amateur robbers, and supposedly Jewish jewelers Fight to track down a priceless stolen diamond. It was released back January 19, 2001, directed by Guy Ritchie, starring Jason Statham, Brad Pitt, Stephen Graham, and Vinnie Jones. I mean, this, this movie's great. It's, you know, it's one of those quick-moving, you know, segmented ensemble castings, and I, I don't know. I like those movies, and this one's particularly good. You know, it gave Jason Statham like his first real big role, and 
is a great movie. Yeah. Kyle, have you seen Snatch? Yeah, that's a great one. Brad Pitt's definitely super funny in it too. With his crazy Oh yeah, what do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean? What am I funny? What am I funny? What do you mean? What do you mean? <laughs> Alright, Kyle, what's your pick of the week? Um so my pick is Barbarian, like I mentioned, which, you know, John hated because he doesn't like good movies, apparently. Um, it's about a woman staying at an Airbnb, and she discovers that the house that she has rented is not what it seems, but it's definitely one of those movies where you should go into it not knowing much because it uh, has a pretty funny twist in it, and it's, it's great. It's probably my favorite of the year. Uh it came out on September 9th. The director is Zach Krager, who is... uh known from the whitest kids you know, like that sketch show. Um, so it's interesting to see another sketch comedian go over to horror. And then it stars Georgina Campbell, Bill Skarsgård, and Justin Long. And another cool person, but it's kind of a cameo. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, I it. just... <laughs> he actually, he, he did, we did talk about it, and he's like, at the point where the person's there, he's said he went to the bathroom so okay tell me offline who it was yeah um yeah I, I i don't i mean that's also something that could happen nowadays you go renting these houses you don't know what the hell's in it you don't know what the hell's in the basement you know that was along the lines of the black phone you know the, you know don't give no spoilers uh I I just couldn't get into it. I don't know why. I tried. I went and saw it. What more do you want from me? <laughs> I don't go to the movies. Finish pray. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, the bar is now closed. Thank you so much for listening. You can follow us and stay up to date with the podcast at the Movie Bar Pod on Twitter. At Movie Bar Podcast on Instagram and at the Movie Bar Podcast on Facebook. Uh, and you can get your official Movie Bar shirts at www.bonfire.com slash store slash Movie Bar Podcast. We are on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Podcasts, Anchor, Google Podcasts, and most places you listen to your podcasts. And be sure to check out our new website, www.moviebarpod.com. And be sure to visit our WhatNot link available on our social media. Get $25 when you sign up, or $15 when you sign up. I'm sorry. Uh, you get $15 to sign up to be used on a purchase. Live auctions, they're about a minute long. They go, as people bid, it goes up a little higher and higher, but it starts off at a minute. So check out WhatNot. The link's on our social media. Thank you for listening. Please be sure to let us know what you want to hear by contacting us via social media or via email at themoviebaroutlook.com. And be sure to go listen to this week's episode of The Movie Crypt to hear the shout-out that they received, that they gave us. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you at the bar. Bye. Bye. We shall say bye-bye. <laughs>